Coming up on Real Life Leadership with Tracy Spears. I was so glad we got fired at the same time because if I would have been fired and you not been fired, that would have been devastating. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm still here. I mean, they're basically they're keeping all the good people. And I don't know what happened to you. Oh well, what's next? Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Real Life Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Spears, author, speaker, advocate, and someone who loves to hear inspiring, extraordinary stories from everyday people. I'm fortunate that I get to meet so many different people, and I'm super excited to introduce you to one of them now. Hi, my name is Tracy Spears, and I'm continuing my conversation with Wally Schmader, my business partner in Exceptional Leaders Lab. So, you, so we're calling it the Super Exciting Podcast, but right. maybe we need to call it the Super Exceptional Podcast. Maybe, or just the Exceptional Podcast. The exceptional or Podcast. Or just Podcast. Yeah, these are all big decisions that we're, we're not equipped to make today. So. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about our partnership and how it came about. I get this, you know, it's so fun that you're here to help me answer some of these questions, but, you know, we have worked together for 30 years now. Yeah, one way or another, yeah. Isn't that, yeah. so when we started working together. And we're both in our 40s. I know, right? Early 40s. I know. <laughs> so it tells you. Do you think we lose credibility when we say that we've, We've been working for 30 years together. Do you I think we that, lose I, it? I, told, I got that advice the other day where I had a thing on one of our promotional things that said 30 years of you know, coaching and leadership experience with CEOs, and they say, you know what this means? And I go, what? Because you're old. Yeah. That's all you're saying there. So maybe we just say lots of. Okay. Yeah, we've been working together for a I long like time. That. But all right. 30 years is a long time. It is a long time. But and so we've packed a lot in 30 years. But in the organization we were in, we, we weren't really working that closely together. It was a pretty big company. Yep until the last few years, I guess. Yeah, so we had the thing where you worked in a distance and saw each other once a year or so, but had a strange connection about knowing we'd work together at some time. Um, admired your work uh, and, and definitely paid attention and tracked your career there at that big company. This is a company that had about 800 people that we worked in and among, so it'd be easy to, to not know each other during yeah. that time. And then worked as, um, you worked on, you were on my team for a while. I was gonna say, I reported to you. Yep. Probably yeah. the best thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> and then we... Seriously, there's there's no question, but not for the reason. It was, you, you were such a, an amazing champion for me. Like you, and I learned so much. Like that, you know, I was always, so the way our company was set up, and you, you'll know this, but I lived in the middle in Oklahoma, and so you were on the East Coast, and then there was the, obviously the West Coast. So the West Coast part of our company was this very you know, uh, nuts and bolts, you know, do these things to be successful. Yeah. On the East Coast was all this, you know, very esoteric, leadership is an art. And We're so in the middle. Cerebral out there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Said differently. So in the middle, I got this nice, you know, combination, but I. I thought it was mostly substance abuse. Yeah. Wasn't that, that sort of the theme in the middle? Well, yeah, I was, they called us the 12-step division, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't because of me. I, right. that, yeah, Understood. Not, yeah, not my thing, but. Uh, but yeah, we had we had a bunch of young, you know, uh, very very young. Yeah, but it was fun. Sure, it was. We had we had a good time. Yeah. But so you represented this for me, kind of that you know what I wanted to be in a leader. Like you know, I could I could produce like crazy. Sure. And got kept getting promoted because of being able to produce. But right. I got to a point in leadership where somebody actually said to me, you know. You know, we're not sure you should be in leadership role because your people aren't producing, and that's that was a huge change for me. Yeah, so. you you were kind of a playing coach, right? At for that sure. Time. That's why I would have thought about you in the best possible, you know, which is a compliment, right? A playing coach. You're the best producer on your team, and 
it was hard to scale that. Like yes. a lot, a lot of leaders out there have that same thing, especially in sales leadership roles. But yeah, it was fun to watch how quickly you, you progressed. And for a while, we were peers, both mm -hmm. doing the exact same thing in executive roles at this company, yeah. uh, in the same meetings, uh -huh. the same phone calls, and all of that. And then we got apart again. So, leading it up to um, the, the infamous text oh. story. Oh, let's, are we going to tell it? Yeah, I think so. It's starting. It's almost the pain is starting to wear off a little okay. bit. Yeah. yeah. So, you want to tell it? Oh my God, no, you tell it. So I'm sitting there one day, and at this point, our, our company had gotten, it felt a little, I don't know what the experience would be, but it felt a little toxic for people in our roles because a lot of people had been rolled out. So we were sure that our turn was going to come, but it, we just kept going to work like every day. Like 40% of the people. We're gone. Yeah, we're yeah. gone. Yeah. And so one day I'm in a, on a call, and I'll tell you what call in a second, and I get this text from Tracy that says, I just got fired. And the call that I was on, I was in the process of getting fired. <laughs> I was in the middle of a conversation getting fired. So I text back, of course, because I already know how the phone calls going. I'm getting fired right now. And you text back, are you fucking with me? <laughs> totally. And then it started. But yeah, the same day. I was day. blown away that we oh, were we got fired on the same day at the same oh, a few minutes. time. Yeah. yeah. That blew but your firing took a lot longer. Like you were on there forever. I was so stunned when they said and I don't know why I was stunned. I knew for a year and a half it was coming and sure. they said it's coming. And you know you want to go take another job within the company and I was like no but when the day happened I was devastated yeah, you're in bad shape I was in bad shape yeah I was like you know choking I literally was like you know I don't even know what to say like do you have any questions and I was like I, w I was muted the whole call because I was oh, just wow. weeping yeah. <laughs> and then you were like that was awesome like when you called me I couldn't believe how cavalier you were about it oh well to me it felt like a final like a mercy killing because oh. I knew it was coming you yeah. know I don't want the, I'd rather have the firing squad than the injection, you know, just come on, let's get yeah. this. And I, once you figure out it's coming, that's the way I felt it. And so now, then I could yeah. turn the page and get to the what's next. I know I got there faster than, than you did, but I think that that, yeah. what you did, the morning that you did and the feelings you had were probably useful uh, at that time. Well, you know, and you know what's funny is, uh, so when that happens, you're in, so you're in this company, we were in this, that company for a super long time. and. And really, those people that are, some of them still there, the people we worked with were family in so of many course. ways. Yeah. And then, like, your email's cut off, and all of a sudden, and then you don't hear from anybody. And, you know, that, that we should write something in one of our blogs or books about who should reach out to who at the end. Because I was, you know, That's, I was like, do, yeah. I, do I take the time to write, uh, you know? Right. And this company that wasn't great at everything was super great at firing people, right? <laughs> so you, like you got cut off from like in minutes. I have no email, no benefits, right? You're cut, I can't log into my, to my payroll, yeah. I mean nothing. It's like, holy, I mean, you disappeared. So they made it yeah. uh, as rough as it could possibly be. So I can, yeah. So that yeah, was, you, go re, you have to go find your connections because they're taken from you and yeah. go from there. So yeah, that, that was, was the big surprise thing. though, that they, they cut my benefits off immediately. And you know, like there was no, Till the end of the month or nothing like it just blew my mind right. so yeah you're only there 26 years what's the big deal 29 quit whining <laughs> I, know. I know yeah we're, we're gonna downplay how many years we work together oh, yeah. so yeah right. but I don't you think that through that process like I have spoken how many you know to how many thousands of you know people in different audiences and you hear people say and talk about how they were rift reduction in force right. and all that and you talk about what it is but to, to live through that then yeah. it's a completely different Sure. experience and it wasn't one that either of us had on our resume before that so I'm no. glad to have that I know people have had that happen to them multiple times mm -hmm. and in situations where they were or weren't surprised by it and it's it's it does a lot right the self-esteem blast you immediately think you're less valuable than you were which puts you in a horrible position to go look for another job yeah 
we knew what was coming next, luckily, which, no. so let's transition to that. So we were able to start. But I want to say this before yeah. we transition. Yeah. I was so glad we got fired at the same time because if I would have been fired and you not been fired, that would have been devastating. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm still here. I mean, they're basically, they're keeping all the good people. And I don't know what happened to you. Oh well, what's next? I do think it was the right thing though, right? Because, well, because. Yeah. Go ahead, we'll it was the best possible thing that could happen for the business, right? Because all of a sudden we both, who are doing something very much part-time, you know, weekend and early morning work together, wrote the first book uh, while employed mm -hmm. on the weekends and very early morning sessions every week, uh, like we talked about. But um, yeah, it was the best possible thing because I was like, yeah. okay, spring load, yeah. you know, for whatever's next. I was surprised how many people were like, oh, you wrote a book and you have a job. Like what they, their perception was is that we were writing on the clock. They had no idea couple people yeah, yeah that we were literally holed up in a hotel on a you know weekend trying to finish things or that we, we were could have asked our partners about that because yeah. it took away from some family time and some things that would have been nice to, to do I actually I think I told you that I, I had a routine where I would check myself into hotels on the weekends to write so mm -hmm. I wasn't distracted by my home life mm -hmm. which is says something right yeah. that had to, just to get things done I know. which sounds crazy. crazy when I say it out loud now yeah. but it felt very normal yeah <laughs> You would do that anyway, just, just to be alone, wouldn't you? <laughs> I know I have a house like 100 yards from here. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and check on this hotel. Uh, well, so the, the working relationship then, that changed. It didn't change the dynamic at all. We pretty much always worked together the same yeah. way, but it gave a little bit more weight and momentum to it at that time. How would you describe how we work together? Um, I think like that our relationship is perfect mostly in that your strengths are so different than my strengths. And so I think that the way we, and we had a lot of time to try to at least figure that out. And we both tried with other people. Yes. Right? I failed with other, other partners too. because of that non-complementary skill set thing, yeah. which is, yeah. But we're pretty good to stay in our lane. And I know whenever I try to get out of my lane and boss you around about content and all that, you don't like it, and no, rightly like so. But Let's do a whole podcast about that. <laughs> But, but that's the other thing I think that makes it work is that we're not afraid to, you know, not hurt each other's feelings, but to say, well, you know, really what's going on right. and we can hang up. I mean, I have a few hangovers from some of those, you know, conversations, but I'm so grateful we can have them, right? Yeah. Well, and I know it, like I could, this will sound weird, but from your side of it, I feel like if I were, I could argue your point really well. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, you don't even get in front of the audience. Yeah. You're not even <laughs> delivering these things. I don't care how long you're in that room with the door closed. It's how this gets delivered is a key thing. So I'm making the decision. I mean, you, yeah. like if, if I were you, yeah. I know exactly how that would sound. That's and funny. so I'm sympathetic. I don't want to hear any of that. Yeah, no, ever. <laughs> but <laughs> ever. I'm certainly, and I know eventually it has to be, you know, net everything that comes out is going to be audience ready. And so that's that's your job for sure. But you're, what you're wicked good at is I can pick up the phone and call you and say, okay, this question came from the audience, and before I get on the plane and back home, you have redone a section to, to incorporate it. Like, I remember recently somebody said, well, what would a script be like? You know, how would you set that conversation up for someone? And like, I got back and there were like, you know, two slides with detail, referenced uh, resources and, you know, research and all that. Yeah. I mean, that I would have ne I would never do that. Yeah. Well, the feedback, and we get so much of our content from the audience, right, to say, I need a way to say that, or this all looks great, but how do I start it? Yeah. You know, and so the more actionable, so I love that stuff. So whenever yeah. you have those, please share them. I know. You know, and, and I hate for you that you don't get to hear all of that, you know, when people go, oh my gosh, I've used this and this is what happened, yeah. or, you know, and it's starting to happen now that I'll go, you know, uh, you know, to an audience and somebody's been there before, or... 
There's, you oh, know, yeah. It's, yeah, I love it when you share those with me, but you're right, I definitely miss that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get nearly as much. I get it for the book. I get lots of good things about that, but audience mm -hmm. reactions, I depend on you to, to hear those things because it affects the how we develop the content, and it's also great just for self-esteem. You know, it makes you feel good about well, and you're such a great speaker. It just blows my mind you don't want to speak. I just don't like it. It's yeah. not fun for me. So I appreciate you saying that. But like I wouldn't aspire to have a career like that. I don't, whatever the, whatever good that speakers get from yeah. doing it, I don't feel it as That's much. So funny. I'm just glad it's done. Yeah. So the, the good feelings I have at the end, no matter what kind of audience response I get, is the feeling of uh, now that's over. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Well, I have the same feeling when it's over, but I but I am so uh, energized by the yeah. process of that. But when I first saw you speak, so you would have been mid twenties. Yeah. Me too. And you got up, and everybody had a thirty minute time slot, and you literally gave your speech in six minutes. Do you, I mean? Oh, that, yeah. There's no that no was, BS here. Yeah. And I remember thinking. Whatever he said, I think it was really good. Like I was trying to write it was everything. Probably good. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, well, we that's recording. If, you're, if your objective is to be done, <laughs> six minutes is about right. right? So. You, well, but, yeah, you were that guy though. You were known as whatever he says. It's going to be really good, but you've got to listen closely. So, so my mission, purpose, and successfully achieved was to find somebody to say that stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. And <laughs> right. stretch it to thirty minutes. Yeah, stretch it thirty minutes. Yeah, find audiences and then go around the world doing it. So yeah. that, that's, that's you. Still to come on Real Life Leadership with Tracy Spears. I think our big challenge is not thinking big enough. Like, I, you know, I now feel this incredible pressure. Like, I am uh, always, you know, talking about this super big stuff that's going to happen, and you're the realist that's like, yes, but, you know, right now you need to brush your teeth. Or, you know, like, you're just that, you know, today, like all those, yeah. you know, little... Well, that's good. That's another complimentary... I know. Compliment. But I, I wonder, like, what's, like, the biggest thing you could see happening from this partnership, from the book, the organization? What, what would be the biggest thing you could see? Hi, my name is Tracy Spears, and I'm here to tell you about something super exciting. My business partner, Wally Schmader, and I just released our book, The Exceptional Leaders Playbook, and it's available now at theexceptionalleaderslab.com. What you'll find in that book is immediately actionable ideas that you can use in your everyday leadership. No theories in this one. These are tried and true tactics for leaders of all levels. I hope you'll check it out. intersecting ambitions at all except for the outreach getting the message out and hopefully yeah. people can leverage things I don't want to do anything you're doing at all and I know you're not interested in yeah. what I do so it's perfect I like I, and I enjoy the writing you do most of the writing but I'm you know I enjoy my little like stories you know here and there and I'm sure you read some of them on my blog so yeah, you know, for sure it, yeah, and you're very creative I but I think you read them and go that would never we're, we're never putting that in the book or whatever I'm sure you, I, I feel the same way <laughs> that you do when that's I funny. speak. Uh, really? Yeah, just like, okay, that's pretty good, but I would have done this and I would have done that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah, like technical things. Not he's a bad speaker or yeah. she's a bad writer, but yeah, that's pretty good. I don't know if I would have used six exclamation points there. <laughs> You're so sensitive to exclamation points. I had no idea. Yeah. Like you, I, one time you sent back an, an um, 
email to me and you had like all these exclamation I'm like what is that about and then I went and looked at mine and I go he, you'd like did exactly the same number that I did so she puts all these obnoxious it was obnoxious <laughs> so you had a thousand exclamation points this thing so I sent them all back to you because yes, I wasn't going to use them <laughs> that's exactly is that mean spirited <laughs> you do that to me often though yeah. like I have to be very like I, you won't even and you know I now know this and I just figured it out to not call you the minute I get off the stage you're not answering the phone. Is that intentional? Oh, no. I like really? that. Okay. No, I love hearing all that. Okay. That's well, unintentional at all. I thought that the, because sometimes you're like, okay, well, you just dial it down a little yeah. bit. Yeah. No, no, no. I want that energy. Okay. That, that's, that's definitely just a schedule thing. Maybe I'm on another call or something. But I love it. And I like the text when you say that, how you did and everything. So now I want to hear. And I, that, I don't get that, right? Yeah. So I need that. But the, um, yeah, there's something I don't like. Okay, I thought I thought you intentionally were like, this is going to be way too much energy. Oh no! So I'm going to no, let no. her get in the cab and or the yeah. Uber. And well, I know I'm not. It's you're not going to get the feedback. Like here's things that I would change, or here's something that the sponsor said. Those aren't going to come out of that. But I yeah. I love the exhale. It, it's okay, awesome. Good. Yeah, right. and I don't get that in what I'm doing. So well, that story Perfect. I made up isn't true. That's good. No, I'll start calling you again. Yeah, call me. All right. But the other story is true that. When I send you back the exclamation points, it's because we had a surplus. <laughs> I know. It's so, so, so all of those little communication things, like you get in a rhythm with someone, you know, over, over time. Yeah. And you start to learn, you know, what to do and what not to do. But we, we probably need to do a better job of even talking about, like, communication amongst leaders and all that. Because probably. that conversation that you would send them back, there's a lot of people that wouldn't send them back. And they would just, you know, discount the person that's sending it. Yeah. I think that happens a lot. Probably. I just think it's super funny, yeah. <laughs> but I, the thing I know for sure, I don't think either one of us are easy to work with at all. Like really? I don't think I could work with just anybody. I think I'd just be a pain in somebody's butt and they wouldn't want to work with me totally. at all because I've got Absolutely. angular parts of my personality and you're not easy no, all the time. So, sure. uh, newsflash, right? Yeah. So, uh, I think it's good that, and there, there's some that's safety true. in there and we do get uh, on each other's nerves sometimes. And maybe that's why the distance works. Maybe it helps us. But it's mostly, and I want people to hear this, because it's so important. It's yeah. really important. This work right. is really, really important, and we want to get it right. And uh, when we fight, it's about getting it right. For sure. A difference in what you think is the most best way to deliver this in a way that'll stick in my idea of what's the best way. So it's all in the audience's best interest, whatever friction we yeah. have, and that, that's how I live with it. I can't imagine it not being like that. Like, I think the partnerships before, like, I, uh, the part that's hard, many, to work with me is I feel really right, or I'm not even talking about it, but I might change my mind in the middle of being really right, and I end up somewhere else. And right. so, but you're able to stay in the, you know, in with me until we get to the end. Some people get attached. I'll be on the phone, and you'll disagree with yourself, and come to a whole different thing by the I end know, of it. Right? And so I learned not to get in that. The thing that drives me crazy, <laughs> oh uh, gosh, is the <laughs> just the lid. I don't know where you keep the lid on when something's done. Yeah, you would take a long time to put that lid on, like. A presentation oh, sure. leading up to the thing, like it really was done like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But there's something about, and I know it's all with the best of intentions. You want it to be as good as it can possibly be, but yeah. just edit, edit, little teeny thing. Like it doesn't matter at all, really. But another little thing, taking this out, I want to put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> it was green, now it's red. That's you know, just true. things like that. And it seems like, a, I don't, it doesn't bother me in that I know that you're working on something, but it seems yeah. like it would drive you crazy oh. to keep that lid off as long as you do. Yeah. And it's like you're a daredevil with it. Like you're touching things the morning of sometimes, you know, which is, yeah. I how moved, do you pull I it moved, off? Yeah, I moved slides around I know. during the women's thing the other day. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, I, I think that I need to be, <laughs> it's only really backfired on me once. Okay. And it backfired on me because the original was, 
perfect and then I started overthinking it so I changed it all got in front of the audience and realized holy shit this is this is not I should not have changed anything yeah. I'm and, surprised this only happened once well, and <laughs> 20 minutes in I, t I said I got to take a break I need to reshuffle the deck I just was transparent about it yeah. I was like you know yeah, and you I literally it, yeah. like I could never and it works out but keep it in you, flux as long as you do you know, well, when you but you don't re revisit anything. You're like, look, we did that, and so well, it's, it's because done. of all the time. Like I, I'm saying, I'm going to dedicate this much time for this. Like I, we're working on the new, the new presentation, working on a generational presentation that we think is going to be better than what's out there, right? Mm -hmm. So it's important that it's the newest information, yeah. right, with the most up to date descriptors and understandings of how these, you know, this, this amazing thing that's going on where four generations are in the workplace at the same time. It's never happened in the history of the world, ever. Like four or five. Four, they're not going to... Five. Well, those those old ones, really, they're not really at work anymore. The traditionalists, they are. They're coming back. I'm not going to disagree with you on yeah. camera, but yeah. say it's like four to five. We'll say four to five. Yeah, but they're very... Like, they're a nominal percentage now on the new stuff, but, like, it's less than 1% on most of the things I see. So, but four active. I mean, they're, they're people, like, you're working... If you work in a, a business, this is something I read the other day, that has more than 20 employees, you're probably with three or four other generations. Isn't 20 it? employees. Yeah. So that's never happened. No one's worked with their kids fathers and grandfathers True. you know ever and it's because people are living so long and people need to work and it's only going to increase because there's no pensions and, right you know what i mean yep. retirement's going to keep getting moved back social security keep getting moved back so this is serious stuff and mm -hmm. it's going to affect what career paths look like what promotions look like mm -hmm. how long people stay in jobs I mean, it's a total cultural game changer right. so i'm saying all that to say that there's no amount of precision that is enough to tell that story yeah at all. So by the time I, I send something to you and say, okay, oh. this is smoking. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for you to get out there. And my what I get the most satisfaction out of is, is your report back on how it went. Yeah. That's what I'm waiting on. Not what you thought about the deck so much, yeah. um, although that's nice. But when you come back and say, man, that was a barn burner. Yeah, that, that's one of the greatest hits now. And so yeah. that's why I get a little bit antsy when you say, well, let's slide all these slides around. <laughs> I'm going, Sister, Anna. this took me 27 hours. You know? Yeah, and I always tell you how long it took. Yes, you do. <laughs> You're very good to let me know. <laughs> yeah. You are, but and I will be. I will be better about that. Not only to honor you, but oh, because I'm, it yeah. it takes a lot of my energy. Well, I'm asking you why you do it for yourself because I can see and it's stress. Yeah. Right? Like I saw the run up for the women's summit yeah. we did here and how much you were putting on yourself to, to move things and add things and delete things and we end up with more content than we can do yes. which is the net of all that probably right so but the audience a, missed something yeah but as a speaker that's always my goal which is some maybe this is it is that I want to them to want more right but I never want to be with an hour to go and go well can't think of anything else to say today like that would be the <laughs> worst right. right so I always have like an entire second presentation prepared right. I, I don't know why that would happen but I will tell you one one thing it benefited us I finished a keynote and the speaker that was supposed to speak right after me got sick and could not speak and the lady came up and said can you do it I know this is short notice and you you're gonna <laughs> really say, short notice yeah, you're yeah. gonna say no but the next speaker is now sick and cannot speak and I literally did my so Dang. so that one time okay it was beneficial what it feels like to me, and this goes back to the Elton John, Bernie Toppin relationship, is that you're getting ready to do a concert, and you're just thinking maybe um, that in Benny and the Jets, if you did just a little bit of tiny dancing, <laughs> right in the middle of that. Like, I know people, it's kind of rocking, you're doing Benny and the Jets, but hold me close, right in the middle of that, and then go back to the other one, then maybe a little Lucy in the Sky. I don't know, let's put that in front. 
That's true. That's what it feels like. Well, that's what it feels like for me, just so you know. <laughs> and I think that's sometimes what it, right? The audience, the audience is going, yeah. Benny and the Jets, please. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. That's funny. But I'm sure that doesn't happen. That's funny. That's fun. Well, let's not continue down the list of things that irritate each other. You want to? <laughs> no, I like that. You do? That's, that's creative. That's the creative friction that makes that's. I think that's where creativity comes from, is yeah. that, that kind of thing. If we were, yeah, I thought that too. Yeah, I agree with that. All of a well, sudden, we're not putting out anything. We've never had that relationship. Yeah. Thank God. I mean, literally, you are. I remember one time getting a text from you. We were on a conference call. I know you're going to remember it. And, you're, and it said, settle down, sister. You're, make, make your point logically. And I remember looking at that and going, oh, okay. Like, I never have ever gotten attached to our conversation in a way that it would affect our friendship. Yeah. And I that's think good. that's a. I think that's unique and I think that I wish I could have that relationship with more people. Like right. I want to mix it up and you know duke it out and all that and know that we're doing that about a topic and not right. about the, the that the relationship thing. is completely yeah. intact. Right. And that's important because there's a lot and there's a lot of security in that or an insecurity if there it felt like like it was breaking or not yeah. right. And that text just to clarify that was we're working together and we're peers at this point and trying to pay attention to where these where our shots are landing or where mm. our influence is leaking. And in some cases I'd do that something like that for you, like, hey, don't oversell this or don't yeah. go first or whatever. And you'd do the same thing for me. Like, hey, you you know, you need to weigh in a little bit heavier here or you need to get out of this conversation because you're gonna lose. It's interesting. I wish everybody could have that kind of thing where you're a peer for a while just to see how, yeah. how you really are landing and how you're presenting yourself and showing up because it's never what you think it is. And what you do naturally is not always the right thing. The only, yeah, for you, you've been good to re- pick up the phone and say these things to be. I haven't had to do or you know do that with you that often. Yeah. Yours is o- is only that you don't want any superfluous extra conversation. Or yours right. is all about getting to the point and you know being done. And your advice back to me is all about quit doing all that conversation. So so we see that in each yeah. other. And but, probably the middle is is the right place. Yeah, know, between yeah, I those, think so. those two things for sure. I, I think that's true. So continuing the conversation about the working relationship. So so far so good, right? So what would you say would be some things that um, would be goals for you, like in our relationship and how it develops over time and how we this outreach continues to expand? Would you change it? Do you think the having more reports? You know, now we've got one, two, three, four, five people on the team. We know it's going to grow. You think that's going to be a challenge or easy? I think it's going to be uh, both. I think it's going to be easy in that we have the right people. I feel super excited about that and who they are and what they bring. I think it's going to be hard in that there's a lot of demands that they will have. I don't think that's your superpower to be the one that's feeding all that. And I think I'm going to be on a plane, so it's going to be right. hard. So I think creating that response, just being you know transparent, that yeah. response time. I think Melissa gets to play a big role. We're super fortunate, you know that. Melissa is part of our organization. I think the better we can do at delegating and, and bringing her along, I think that's going to be a secret, right. don't you? Yep. Yeah. And I think there's going to be roles for uh, strangers, people we don't know yet, on yes. the team Agreed. that will do things that we're not going to be able to do or don't know how to do. Yep. So we're anxious for to meet those people and, and see what they can do to push our lid up in yeah. terms of what we can what we can do to get our messages out. I think our big challenge is not thinking big enough. Like I, you know, I now feel this incredible pressure like I am uh, always you know talking about this super big stuff that's gonna happen and you're the realist that's like yes but you know right now you need to brush your teeth or now like you're just that you know today you got, like all those yeah. you know little, well, that's good that's another complimentary I know right. 
but I, I wonder, like, what's like the biggest thing you could see happening from this partnership, from the book, the organization? What, what would be the biggest thing you could see? Well, the biggest thing, I think it's, it's scaling up what we're doing. So the biggest thing, leadership development is its own thing, right? It's contained, it can only grow so big. There's lots of people that have made a huge difference over the years with leaders. And I'd like to be the one that gave really practical advice, like really actionable, practical yeah. advice. And that we came, that our brand came to be that the Exceptional Leaders Lab is where you go to get the scripts, right? To get the stuff that you need to, to drive things and improve in your business. For me, the, the big, big picture would be outcroppings of that, like mm. some of the stuff you're doing around advocacy. Yeah. Um, I'd like to start working with younger people around goals and how yeah. they can develop themselves earlier in life, maybe even at school age. I think there's a lot of things that can come out of that that end up being sort of collateral, branded, ELL outreach that magnifies what we can do. But on, there's so much to do just with leaders. Yeah. You, know, you could spend your whole life doing that. Lots of people, lots of people do. But um, I'm really anxious to see uh, what the reflection of all the work looks coming back to us, like as we grow the number of people we're connected to, yeah. um, start doing these live things, uh, have a lot more closer relationships with our clients. Yeah. All of them are kind of at a distance now when you're when you're selling them books and doing videos. So that's a big answer. But there's there's just so many. I mean, there's nothing. The only thing I think that would slow it down would be to uh, forget some of those intermediary parts, like to don't forget to do this because mm -hmm. then we can't do that. You know, yeah. Don't forget to do this. And that's why sometimes I'll try to rein you back in a little bit. So yeah, that's super important. I love that. I'm inspired, but remember we got this work, there's some yeah. blue collar stuff in here yeah. know, that we need to focus on. Yeah. How about you? I, I mean, my super big vision is that, you know, we've got half of the Fortune 500 companies using our material, that we've got 10 million people that are watching our online courses, that yeah. we've sold, you know, uh, well over, you know, a million copies of the books, you know, like that. So bigger that, stuff, because we've got yeah, like, totally. we have five of the Fortune 500 now, Yeah. right? Yeah. Um, which is. Eight <laughs> percent. Right. We could say, yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But think about just even you know the smaller companies where I think we can make the biggest difference the fastest too, right? That if we had all, you know, like the small business, you know, whatever's that you know we were known as the leadership track that you need to to grow your business right. too, because like, yeah. we could hit it from pushing both. through this thing. Totally. Get certain, some of the intercompany stuff we're doing where we're training. Trainers, ELL certified trainers that work within their own companies. That's we've got a few really great partners like that, and that's a great way to, yeah. to push things around and make a difference with people. So yeah, I can see all of that, and it's yeah. gonna be interesting. I wish we could fast forward five years from now. Some of this we're gonna be all wrong on, and it's gonna be something that we really didn't think was gonna be a big deal. Yeah, right. That ends up being the big deal. I think that's true. Uh, we've found that again and again with some of the content pieces, like some of the presentations and workshops have not been the ones I thought would take off yeah. the way they have, like the, the branding, developing your personal brand, that has become a much bigger piece of what we do than I imagined it would be Yeah. Um, by a long shot. Yeah. Like that's probably your, your most delivered I think so. presentation right now. And my favorite one, it's so fun to deliver. Yeah, it is fun. But that's been interesting, and I'm curious to see the personal board of directors content mm -hmm. has been way more popular than I imagined, and that's, you know, we've seen other people using some of these things, which mm -hmm. is another way to multiply. But yeah. Well, like think about how we got uh, into the Department of Housing and Urban Development. Right. Uh, so they go online and, you know, they're looking for a book that has the word exceptional right. in the title because they want to theme their, you know, meeting around exceptional leadership. And so that pops up. Right. And so then they call a guy that happens to have been in an MGMA meeting speaking that I was at. And so all, 
and all of a sudden, you know. Yeah, I'm sure that that just keep that kind of stuff happens. I know. Yeah. And there's a lot of those we don't ever hear about, right? right? That are just out there floating around that never the dots never got connected. But there's got to be more and more of that. I think so. The HUD thing, I didn't think we'd be doing anything like that. I never even aspired to do government yeah. training. That was never on the. So that's an introduction of something, a wild card coming in that could be. And you've already got another gig set mm -hmm. with them, I, I know. Yeah. And it went really well. Yeah. So I don't know. I think the unintended or unanticipated things will be more exciting yeah uh, maybe it'll be the big things the speaking stuff i'm just so amazed at the progress tracy's gone from having um you know one or two gigs a year six <laughs> years ago true to not a single week without a gig in it yeah. sitting here in 2018 and people great clients wanting to borrow you for an hour to talk yeah. and you can't find one you know? know so that's that's incredible and you're scheduled deep into 2019 already right yep. so yeah yeah so that's fantastic that says a lot about fun. your personal brand as a speaker too. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's what it's it's been. Uh, you know, the the per, I think just the perfect combination, and I'm grateful for our partnership. For sure. Me too. Yeah, let's see where it goes. Next time on Real Life Leadership with Tracy Spears. I always felt so unsafe in mm -hmm. a relationship that. Um, you know, the minute somebody didn't pass the test, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. There's a, uh, when you get, I mean, the language I would use that Rosemary was really good at giving grace. Mm, totally. And there's a, a story I read one time about, um, this person happened to be married to someone with a mental illness. Mm. And a very bad I'm not drawing a straight line to that. No, just so you know. no you're not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a whole different thing. But it, it's a really good, uh, makes a similar point. And people would ask her, I mean, this this guy would go off the rails and do mm. really awful stuff. And she stayed, and she stayed, and she stayed. And people asked her why. And she said, because I've chosen to love his core. Mm. Because when he was good, he was really wonderful. Wow. And so I th it was such a lesson for me that I've carried forward in my life. Sure. Because Rosemary was choosing to love your core when yeah. you were at your worst. Yeah. And you did the same for her. Yeah. Hi, this is Tracy. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast. To find out more about our books, online courses, and other resource materials, check us out at tracyspears.com.